Mate, you can't press record well, when I'm singing a song about flicking my dick. Yeah, well, I was sick of your song, so yeah, got you to stop, didn't it? Well, I was testing the microphone, and I've got to sing a certain tune. Yeah, You've had all yeah. night to test the microphone. Well, the the song is flicking my dick, and I'm flicking my dick. Ah, oh, shut you, up! For gives fuck's you, sake. gives you um, <laughs> gives you different sounds. It's like oh, does it? What's the one that Ron, Ron Burgundy was? <laughs> New York. <laughs> I can't remember it. Unique New York. The fire, the fire starter. Anyway, you tell you tell me to get get my microphone ready beforehand. You're sitting here playing around with it. Everyone can hear the fucking thing melt, moving around in their ears. Okay. How is you? I'm alright. How you going? I feel like I'm talking to Damien Barrett tonight. Oh. I'll have to get a photo for the people later on, but he's got the new black spectacles on. All the better to see you with Lukey. You've upgraded from the Dame Edna number to the Damien Barrett number. Still DDs. Well done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough about me. Well, it's been a big week in footy, as Eddie Maguire would say. It's been a big week in general. What for? Oh, football, sport. And bid on all over the shop. The erection. Oh, oh sorry, election. Oh yeah, there's that as well. How how did you handle that? Well, I, um, pretty happy about things. Have you ever wanted to vomit in your hands and slap it over your face and then vomit again? <laughs> that was the feeling seeing uh, bloody Al Bondigas get up there and friggin' oh, fuck me. Anyway, we can't talk politics on here because. The Labor lovers will probably turn off, but they got to agree. It was we're a apolitical here at Caesar and the Publican, mate, aren't we? We're asexual too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's been some some big things. There's been the there's been the uh, the stuff outside of footy. We've got Sammy Fisher's caused a bit of a stir. The umpiring's been abominable. Like I've never seen. Uh, Never seen footy turn into under 11 so much as it has this week. I, I'd be surprised this week if someone runs past an umpire and farts, and they'll, they'll pay a 50 for it. <laughs> right. Robbo, Robbo had a good a article fluff. in the Herald Sun this week about uh, about the wokeness and trying to trying to fix that's just the wrong way to go about it. I don't think it's just wokeness. It's just Reckon he hit the nail on the head. What do you mean? I haven't. I didn't read the article. What was it? Oh, just the quick rundown. It's time the AFL woke up to itself. Was the headline? <laughs> oh, that was a good headline. <laughs> and what, because what, what are they because mean by woke. What's woke? Tro- what are they woke with? Well, they're just trying to, like, what they're trying to achieve is probably right. They're just going the wrong way about it. Oh, wrong way about it. It's. All right, you want the relationship between players and umpires to improve? Don't make them at the point where the players now hate the umpires even more. Because they just some of those free kicks, the players were like, you can see they're like, get fucked. Like, you're an idiot. You are literally a dickhead for, for calling that free kick. Some of them were, were not even... Um, Who, who's number one for Sydney? Rowbottom? No, he would have been out because he got suspended. He's got, he was out. Number one, I don't know, Warner? Yeah, Warner. That that free kick against him for running too far where he took 14 steps after he bounced the ball 
And then he's turned around and gone, oh, what do you mean? Like, he, I didn't say that one. What happened? It didn't abuse him or anything, but because he questioned the umpire, then he paid a 50 against him. Well, the biggest fucking... And, the, and it's just like... But he bounced the ball. Well, the, the biggest issue isn't, isn't... It's the fact that one minute they're paying him for turning around and, and flicking your bloody eyebrow up. Oh, that's a 50. Then other times and, players are like going... And it depends who, who depends the player the remonstrating is. Yeah. If the, play, if the umpire doesn't like the player a bit, nah. I'm going to send you 50 metres away down ground. Uh, but not just that. It's the tit-for-tat shit. Like that, that Brisbane uh, uh, Hawthorne game was a fucking cracking game. Absolutely. And it was marred by just three guys trying to take control of it and making it... And, and the worst thing about those three guys, one of them's an eight-year veteran in the umpires. One of them's a former AFL player... And one of them is a former VFL player. I'd love to see the stats on. They never give the stats on what umpires made the most free kicks. I can tell you. I can tell you one thing: that number fucking twelve never paid Adelaide a free kick ever. Who's <laughs> number twelve? I don't know the cock's name. He's a disgrace. Jeez, you sound like the crowd at Adelaide Oval. That's just a t- paying the umpires off. Or Mark Caesar. <laughs> So I'd play that one day, but he might get a bit annoyed by it. Um, yeah, the umpiring's got to a point now where it's you are having a fucking mare with this microphone. Just leave it as is. Just squat, turn, just tilt Remind, it up a bit. Reminds me of something else. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you, now you can talk. Okay. Oh, actually, that sounds clear for you. Does it? Yeah, same with me too. Oh, oh, I think I found my spot. <laughs> um. The the umpiring um, has got to a point where people just are that baffled with the decision now, and you just go, "Have you actually thought that through in that point five of a second before you?" And the worst thing is, it makes the umpires look bad, but it's not the umpires; it's the idiot that's changing the rules. Nah, it's both. It's both. There's, I think, there's a so. But if it wasn't in the, if it what. If the decision hadn't been made that the umpires, it's in their scope of their decision. But umpires have been making fuckwit decisions since the footy started. But now they're giving, they're making, making fuckwit decisions with shit directive too. Mm. So it's a double... It's a Just multiplier amplifies the issue. Exactly. So, and I, I, how they thought this dissent bullshit was going to help Help it down to grassroots for footy because more people rock it. You rock up to a local game of footy and you go, "Did you watch that fucking game last night? How's this decision?" Oh. And then you go out there and play with the with the umpires. You think mm. it creates hate everywhere. I haven't even heard, <sighs> and it wasn't so much a decision, umpiring decision, but an umpiring non-decision. The uh, Sydney versus Carlton. There was two Carlton blokes fighting over the ball. And Luke Parker just tackled both of them. And they were just standing there for about 100 minutes. <laughs> he was holding the ball every day of the week. And, and the umpire's just going, oh, yeah, give it to me. I'll throw it up. And I'm like, what do you mean? Hadn't been mentioned once. Oh, there's that many there. They can't mention all of them. I wouldn't have thought. But umpire hadn't been good. Um, that game on, on Sunday Arvo, I was sitting there with... Uh, Brisbane Hawthorne. I was sitting there at Mum's watching it, and I was just like, let the fucking game go. And that's what was the most frustrating. You got two sides that were going at it, close game, 
and they were going in hard. They were trying to win the hard ball. And every time you thought one team was getting the upper hand, whistle would go. But the couple of and and yes, what was it? Sixty three. Sixty three free kicks, which is clearly too many. But the two minutes after the push in the back paid against Tommy Mitchell. Oh, yeah. And it might not have been two minutes. Two seconds. But it was just, it's just, what are you doing? Well, they paid that. Then the lads kicked the goal. Then... Um, it was like an even or up. What, what's the lad from, uh, from Darwin's Bailey. name? Zach Bailey came in, hit him high, free kick, so they didn't even bounce the ball after the goal. It was a free kick to Newcomb. Newcomb goes forward, kicks up. Then they pay a horrendous hold oh, against, against the big fella. It's Andrews. Yeah. And it, he just stood there and it, it's gotten farcical to the point where the expression of players now is just, you can't even look. They just have to stand there and look and it's like... Look, look like a stunned mullet. They just look in the air, they look at the ground, they think, oh, I'm about to explode. Was, do you know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for one player just to, to, to fucking let lose. rip and just go. Oh, oh, you're going to pay fifty against me. It'd, well, it'd, I'm going to make it worth it. It'll be like someone like Weetering, and it will be like Ned Flanders losing his shit when he has that breakdown when his house gets done by the tornado in in, in the Simpsons. Weetering, oh, just some nerdy looking prick like him. Ah, oh, right. Oh, sorry. Like, oh. <laughs> fucking go berserk. We shouldn't slag the umpires too much. Well, I think I don't think we have. No, I think we're pretty good, but it's fairly measured. Well, Brad Scott's the one that's probably shooting me the most. He, he, you think everyone in these positions in AFL has arrogance? <laughs> then you give it, oh. give one of the Scots a job. Oi. <laughs> it's like yeah, let's put some steroids on the arrogance and put it into power. He won't change his mind. He'll he'll go harder on this. Remember how he said. We're not telling. We're not changing this rule. We're going to tell the umpires to crack down on it more. Well, that didn't fucking work. It's the same bullshit where it's happening eighty percent of the time, and then the twenty percent of free kicks. Yeah, fucking get it over and done with. Remove it. Someone spit the dummy, and it really will come to rest. It might have a might have an incident like the old Collingwood fellow back in the eighties where he just. Stuck the leg out, pulled the umpire over, and flicked him on his feet, on his ass. What was his name again? I thought you'd know it being Rain Man. You don't, do you? No. And then he jumped the fence. And belted the bloke. <laughs> I love that footage. You got the guy sitting there, giving him lip from the fence, thinking he's being one of those uh, over-the-fence heroes. And he was standing there with his son... And the guy just jumped over and kicked the shit out of him. Like, oh, this bloke's coming for me. And then the commentator goes, oh, he's jumped the fence. Oh, oh. he's hit him. Oh, uh, I forgot the forgot the name, but it's a it's a well known well known bit of eighties uh, highlights. That one. Hmm. <coughs> I'm trying to think of his name. Oh, we'll, we'll look it up later. But there's the biggest. I don't know if you've heard of it. Clearly have the biggest talking point this week. It's got to be Sam, Sam Fisher. Fucking hell. Yeah. Got himself in a bit of mischief. A lot of mischief. Didn't even, didn't even, uh, didn't even try for bail. Mm. That, was a, that was actually a shock that I thought when they said, um, um, 
that he's been arrested and the charges and that there, there was no um, application for bail. Mm. Like I'm staying the, staying the slammer. Um, it's a big fall from grace. Three square meals a day, roof over your head. <laughs> it's a big fall from grace though. This is a guy that's three-time All-Australian, dual best and fairest winner. Um, Rewalt, when he went on his um, when he was on his emotional plea, as they probably called it. Um, Please. He was talking about the biggest issue is that one to five year player bracket. This guy wasn't a one to five year player. He was a 220 game veteran and high regarded player. It really shits me, Rewalt's. Tur- turn Alphonse Gangitano. Um, yeah, Rewalt's emotional plea. It's like. What do you mean? Well, he made a decision. Rewalt's emotional because his, f- his friends at the Slammer and probably yeah, going to be there for a long why, time. And so why is it the AFL or AFL Players Association's f- responsibility to fix? He said that me and other teammates have tried tried to get him right. Mm. I do see... I see this a is a typical example of not letting people take responsibility for their actions. He fucking made a decision. Fucking, you've made your bed. Fucking lie in it. Not really a bed. He'll be lying in. Well, <coughs> pardon me. Um, sorry if I blew ears off. If you're wearing uh, headphones, look the, the the biggest thing I listening to Rewalt there. It was a a lot of points were, I thought, quite bang on. Whereas the AFL Players Association, once they retire. Move on. There's not a lot, lot done after. There's a lot more done than what it was. Um, but someone of, I got two two things here. But if you leave your job hold tomorrow, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. two things here. Everyone will laugh at me for this, and you probably will too. I think AFL players, compared to the rest of the world in the market, are actually un, are underpaid a lot. Yep. Average career is eight to ten years. Maybe get a little bit more if you're a longer one. What's the average NBA one? Three or four years? Yeah, not actually sure. But the money you earn in that three or four years is still probably more than a 15-year veteran in the AFL of a high level. Some of these guys are getting two or three, three, four million a year and they're, only, they're, barely, they're barely playing any minutes because of the amount of money in, in NBA. Same with Premier League. There's, mate. They are getting paid enough. They are getting paid good money, but is it enough money to be paid to cover them for the for the rest of their adult life after footy? Why do they need to be covering their entire adult life after football? Well, from the moment they're eighteen, they're thrown into the AFL system. Yep. There's no after ma- uh, um, after career stuff put in play. Like Jonathan Brown and Nick Rewalt said, you're not. They're not thinking about that. They're thinking about the now, and then when it comes, it comes quick that it's all over. And then there's probably 5% of the AFL players that go through their whole career that end up in a pretty good position still after. A lot of them end up with not that much money in their hand anymore. I don't see why they have to be paid during their career to to 
so they don't have to earn any other money afterwards. Well, if they earn more during their career, they wouldn't have to chase those highs like probably uh, Sammy Fisher did. Got no idea what you're fucking talking about. You got no idea what I'm talking about. No. All right. So they don't get paid enough now, right? For when they retire. So if you got paid more now, and you use that money better, there'll be more to last longer when they retire. Like anyone that plays NBA. But wouldn't if you're wouldn't, on a max contract? Wouldn't they just spend? Million, wouldn't they just spend more while they're playing? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. Just because maybe that's maybe a portion of it goes away and is stored for when they're later on in life. All right, so so just do that. What, why is it the league or the players' associations? Did job? I say it was? No, I didn't. I said I don't think they get paid enough. Yeah. Okay. No response. You're just going to go. Okay. Well, I just don't understand. Like. Like when when you're a multiple All Australian, multiple best and fairest, and you've clearly earned very good money. Like, was he though? He wasn't a flashy midfielder. Wasn't a goal kicking forward that sold tickets on the turnstile. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe four hundred grand. It's. I don't, <coughs> I don't reckon he was on the minimum. No, neither. Of course, he wasn't on the minimum. And it's, I'm not saying this is the whole issue. Sam Fish is a completely different kettle of fish, but we're not talking just about the Sam Fisher incident. Man, <laughs> out of breath there. I'm saying there's a lot of players that um, they get caught up in the, the whole AFL system where they're spending more money while they're, while they're playing, and then when it's done, it's just natural for anyone to try and keep up that lifestyle. Like if I'm working a job where I'm and getting that, 150 grand a year, and I don't disagree, I don't disagree with that sentiment, but the answer isn't paying them fucking more. Could be one. I don't give a fuck what you think, but that's just my thoughts. Uh, that's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I've, mate, that's not a tonight. That's not a tonight issue. I've known that for for, for years. The what about what he got caught with though? He didn't get caught with a couple of bags of weed or a couple of bags of rack. He got caught with some fucking a lot. Was of it precur- precursor stuff on it? What do you mean? What stuff you make stuff with? Yeah, there was whatever you make meth with. What do you call it? The, Pre- the liquid one. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent. I know somewhere in excess, almost a hundred. No, I can't. I'd have to look at what they said, but there's a lot of a lot of gear. That they'd been following and chasing. So, fuck! How long has he been? How long they've been watching him for? <coughs> mm. So, um, but the uh, my sorry, that was my first one was uh, paying more. And I know it doesn't sound legit. I'll explain it maybe another time when I'm thinking it through properly. But the second one and the number one problem, and it's I said this to you last night. It's the fucking drug policy that the AFL have got. It is laughable. It is bullshit. It is being made a mockery of. And like Rewalt says, players just think, I can just take drugs. And mm. it's, it's true. Because A, there's the three strike, the, the laughable three strike policy. First strike, no one knows of, just the players uh, told, hey, you've been a strike. The second one is when the club gets notified. 
But the ones that make me laugh is, so you don't get a strike, you can self-report that you've had a bender. Then, yeah. you, don't, then you don't get a strike. I would love to know how many self-reports there are. Because if you self-report four or five times, well, that's four or five strikes that you've just dodged. Because after two, when it's three, it's career over, isn't it? So uh, for strikes, it's meant to be, but yeah, or you face a big suspension or whatever. But the in saying it though, this isn't just a, an AFL problem. Every sport's got it. It's a society problem. Mm. Drugs everywhere. Everyone's taking drugs. Fucking your postman's probably having a fucking bender every Saturday night. Who knows? The problem is, it's just the AFL with their policy. If AFL players were told. You ping, you're pinged once for illicit drugs and you're out for a season, there won't be many fucking testing positive, I wouldn't have thought. Would you be risking it? I got my fucking 500 grand contract. Have a line of coke on that Saturday night. Oh, fuck that. I'm not betting a 500 fairly, grand. It's a big fairly, dice roll. Fairly big penalty. It's a big yeah, it's, it's, it's like with that, it's like in any. Uh, in any law or any any rule, if the punishment's that severe, you ain't rolling the dice. It's like the handgun laws here. You get caught with a handgun, just a, a handgun, isn't it's not mandatory three with, year sentence without even firing it. Without just, firing just get, it, without being loaded, loaded, you have fucking more. It, it's astronomical. Whereas in America, if you get found with a gun, they're like, oh, you didn't load it properly. Um, but <laughs> if there's a punishment that is so brutal. People won't do it. And I, th- I think the AFL drug policy is just, it is laughable. And then you have the AFL Players Association, Association coming out, oh, no, that's too harsh. Too harsh for our boys. You can't Maybe do that. Maybe that's where Nick Rewalt's saying that they don't do enough. Hmm. Like, just because you're representing the players doesn't mean you can't do things that they'll disagree with, but it's for their best interest. Hmm. Like, you think, you think we, when, you, when you're raising kids... Um, if you do everything just to make them happy, well, they're going to grow up being little fucking shits. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, spoiled brats? Spoiled Is that brats. what you're going for? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, spoiled brats. So you don't raise them like that. You give them boundaries and you teach them stuff. doesn't mean you're an asshole. doesn't mean you're not doing what's in their best interest. That's where the AFL Players Association need to go, right, we've been in discussions with the AFL. Your, your strike policy, well, that's fucking gone. But... How many, how many other people? There's, you've got West Coast, you've got one guy almost died, you've got Chris Mainwaring died, you've got the shit that happened with Cousins, and then you've got other clubs where there's a lot of stuff that no one will know about and doesn't, they don't know about. Like the one I'll have a go at, uh, Demetrio at one stage, and Ben Cousins was in rehab at the time, and it was when, um, when Johns got caught in Ireland with... Uh, Couple of pills or something got arrested. Who? Andrew Johns. Oh, Andrew Johns. Yep. And uh, and someone asked Demetrio at a press conference, "Are you scared this sort of thing will happen in the AFL?" And he's like, "Oh, w- wouldn't happen in the uh, AFL because we've got superior testing methods." Stupid dickhead. You've got a bloke in rehab. <laughs> he's not in rehab because he tried something for the first time. This is a guy that his whole career was taking ice, and he and he did not test positive once. So your, your superior testing is superior bullshit. 
It either isn't either players don't get tested enough, or it's the strikes. But there's there's some breakdown there. But in Sam Fisher's case, look, if he's doing what he's doing now, it's clear probably what he was doing during his career. You don't have to be a uh, rocket scientist for that. But there was rumours at times during his playing career. Yeah, there's rumours for fucking every player for doing everything. Yeah, 90% I'm, aren't true. I'm, yeah. But um, there's the other other clubs, I don't know, other St Kilda players, other players at other clubs might have been in the same boat. Sam Fisher's just gone to another level. But what, what leads a player to do that after they retire? That's a big thing. You can lead a, what you say? You can lead someone to water, you can't make them drink. Um, what's, what, if all of them tried everything, what more could the Players Association do then? Mm. If you've got a guy that's determined to live that lifestyle. Do you remember when Dale Lewis came out? I was out just about to say it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was literally about to say oh, it. Oh, you say it then. I don't want to steal your thunder. When he said over 70%? Was it 70 it was a high figure. I forget. He said seventy percent of AFL players take drugs, and he got that, uh, not what he said. He what? said have had some contact with drugs at some point. Find it. You find it. You find it, Jamie. <laughs> um, all right, we'll get that exact. We don't have a Jamie. Mate. We'll get that exact quote. But he was ostracised, and Sydney came out and said he's never welcome back. Yeah, and. <laughs> And well, not saying that he was wrong, but there's yeah. clear. It's that was at the time. When was that? Early two thousand. Yeah. During the old Eki phase, the the boom of the Eki trade, <laughs> Red Mitzi phase. <laughs> That's uh, he probably wasn't too far off. Um, but uh, uh, like like you said, well, like. The Players Association came out today and he said, we we tried. And he said, we can't exactly say what we've done. What's his name? Simon, what's the AFL's Players Association boss? Paul Marsh. Paul Marsh, sorry. He came out and he, he said, well, we can't say what we've done and who we've spoken to, but we, we've tried and we've done a lot of things with a lot of people. Mm. Um, and they've got programs that, what is it? Gambling, drinking, drugs, all the stuff that players association. I know they do have the um, uh, the superannuation fund now as well, um, which is supposed to help you after you retire. But like, I don't know. I think the drugs policy is the number one problem. And I don't think too many people would disagree. If you had a, if you had a policy at work, um, well, you go in the mines and work. Mm. If they test you and you're... Positive for any drugs, pretty sure you're done and dusted, eh? Well, because the you you you've lost your job because the camp is considered mine site. You have to test negative to you have to test negative to go to your bunk room. Yeah, when you arrive. Yeah. So if you've had if you've had a bender on the weekend, a couple of days before you go, you're running the risk of of doing of doing it. <coughs> Sorry, guys, I've still got COVID throat. <coughs> Not cockthroat. Um, well, that's enough about that. I'm a bit depressed after that. Yeah. Talk about a dampener. Like it, when he, when they said what it, uh, when they, he got arrested and they said he's not applying for bail and what he got arrested with, I was like, fuck. He wasn't just caught in a crossfire of a sting. Like he was the he was target number one. They, they were mm. they were onto him. So he must have. Must have been as deep as the ocean, Paul. Paul, uh, Paul Fish, get it? 
ocean fish. It was horrendous. It was not as horrendous as uh, fucking Stephen Rowe today. What's Rowe done? Or yesterday. Ah, uh, the dickhead's just belligerent fuckwit, I believe is the word that we could describe him at the moment. Does this guy realise a rebuild doesn't happen in two seasons? How can you expect your moron supporters <laughs> to not infuriate you when you're at the football listening, listening to them speak? Well, he went if, on and said, if a bloke that played league footy and is employed by the AFL radio station in South Australia... Yeah. Well, he's, he... I'll try to find it anyway, but... It's not the first time I've heard him this year going berserk about how the Crows rebuild is is going too slow. It's not going anywhere. Can we just rewind over the last three years? And we so finished if you last and second last, didn't we? In the last, last two years, second last. Uh, no, not second last last year. We had pick two, didn't we? No, Rochelle was like pick five or six. After I think we finished fourteenth. Can't remember. But in saying that, he's just completely lighting him up and saying this is bullshit. We should be. A so we, we've what, what are we? Are we three and five, three and I, six? I would question some of the blokes that get dropped and some of the blokes that retain their spot. Yes, but but I'm not questioning how quickly the rebuild occurs. It, well, that's exactly the thing that he's he's not only questioning it. He's saying it's it's taking too long. It's so far off. Like. Where did you think it would be after we... Um, as the turnover that the Crows had back in two or three years ago? And they've literally gone, right, we're going to the draft. We're going to... Rec- going through, the, through a rebuild... And we're going to hurt for a while. It could take five years before you start making a good play for the finals. It could take... It's taken some clubs ten years. And just... Rowie gives me the shits because the <laughs> way he goes fucking on, it's... Like you said, that's what the supporters friggin' hear. And I've got the audio, actually. Just chuck on the Bluetooth and we'll play it now. This is this is why I'm a bit annoyed at the prick. You're in a bad way this morning, aren't no, you? Yeah. you? Well, you my know. footy team, don't get me started on the Crows. I'm terrified. They're just an absolute bunch of scraggers. And I'm sick of the DNA talk about that. When are they going to hit targets? How long's the rebuild going to last? Oh, about as long as Albo in government. <laughs> I think Nixie and his group, Prioritise tackling, chasing pressure, playing, yeah, which is great. playing, and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, but if he wants to build from that, well, good luck to him with that. Yeah, good luck to him with that because eleven goals two from set shots to eight goals eight, three clanger kicks cost three direct goals. Yep, and this isn't just a, an event. This no. happens every week by the same players, and we can go on and on about that. I hope they're doing that at training. I hope they prioritise blokes that can hit kick targets. I hope they go to the draft and get talented players like Rochelle. And I hope, again, they go to the, the, the trade table and get players like Dawson. Because unless they don't, this this rebuild's going to take a lot. Um, He's a fucking idiot. What did he call them? Scraggers? That what he said at the start? Yeah. Um... Calm the fuck down, Rowie. So, look, me and uh, me, and uh, obviously a few cross supporters would be watching. Wonder what he's. Wonder what his lad said to him about that. Well, because remember when his lad got drafted, and he goes, "You be very careful what you say about my football club." Yeah. Well, not not just 
it's just the way he delivered that then. I thought he was being a fuckwit. Um, not just that. Let's just have a real A lot of these time. radio people do speak like that. Yeah, but he... Because, he, because it incites callers and, yeah, and, yeah, and then know. they don't have to... They're, they're, his show, as far as callers go, not that he's got a lack of callers ever, but as far as callers go, he won't have to say another thing for a fortnight. They'll just be talking about that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. But the, let's just be fucking realistic, right? We have beaten... Who've Adelaide beaten this year? We've beaten... Um, Port, Port. Who, who were horrendous at the time, and we beat them with a kick out of the siren. Uh, Richmond. Richmond. Who else? Um... Should have beaten Essendon, but didn't. The 33 of them, I can't yeah. understand how I can't remember them. But they've been competitive in every single game. Yeah. Right? Got very close to Freo in round two or three. Should have beaten Freo round one. Yeah. Um, was that round one, was it? Round one, yep. <laughs> um, now, the, the Crows weren't even competitive two years ago. They mm. were getting... F- they were getting fucking flogged. We got beaten by bloody Belgium. North Melbourne in Queensland by 70 or 80 points. Yeah. And then last year we started well. We copped a few beltings. We got better. We haven't really copped any beltings. Like the second, that last quarter against uh, Brisbane, they kind of ran away with it. They're fucking second on the ladder. Yeah. Expected. St Kilda? 40-odd For, point, points against uh, Collingwood in round two. Um, a horrendous quarter against Carlton. Yep. That cost us. And... Uh, Beaten, beaten sides that are in the eight, yep. beaten sides that are meant to be contenders, and then having competitive games. Thank you. Got flogged by GW, GWS again. Yeah, that was the one little shit. The game against St Kilda on the weekend. <coughs> Adelaide, sh- Adelaide. Sh- I agree. They should have been in front. They should have been uh, a lot further in front at half time. Um, should have been five goals in front at quarter time. But in saying that, halfway through the last quarter, they were still in it. We're in front. We're in front. So, do they call them scraggers? Yeah. Um, fuck off, Rowie. And, and to say that three three bad kicks cost goals, it's like, well, we lost by 21 points. So, if we didn't kick those three goals, we lost by... But 21 points, the last two goals when the game was on. It junk. Junk time. Junk time, yeah. So, I'm not going to take into them in consideration. I'm going to say yeah. it was a couple of goal loss. Well, well, we didn't get beaten by... 50 points. What, is, what does he seriously expect? Was he thinking we'd be 6-4 and four right now? Like, what was he... What was seriously, Ro? What were you fucking thinking? I, I'm looking at this thing. Well, did he get seduced by a after the siren win against Port? Probably. He gets seduced at anything. But he, he built it up like, oh, we're going to make the grand final. But if you actually look at it from game to game or the, as a totality over the year, we are much more competitive. We are much more stronger in the contest... We are much more, uh, we're fitter, definitely fitter than we were two years ago. These kids have got more game time and fitter. Yeah, skills aren't there. Skills are normally the last thing to come on when you're, as a professional athlete, people go, ah, if you haven't got skills when you start AFL, you're never going to get it. Fucking incorrect. Hmm. Because now you're at a professional level that you're training every day and it will take time to get those skills. He's the most impatient, belligerent fuckwit (laughs) on TV. And normal, normally I agree with what he says, but he was a dickhead there. So, Rowie, pull your head in. While we're talking about Rowie and his comments about the Crows, are we going to talk about Crows Woes? Crows Woes? That was the Crows Woes, wasn't it? Oh. What about 
They've got a selection. What happened? What happens with our ruck selection this week? Well, according to fans of Carlton, they're going to have a crack at Riley O'Brien in the in the mid season draft. In the mid season draft. Um, Riley O'Brien cannot play SNFL this week. And in saying that, everyone said, oh, well, Strawn did all right. Well, no, he really didn't. He only had 21 hit-outs. Uh, I believe Paddy Ryder... Don't think it was even that many. Yeah, I believe Paddy Ryder had 22 and Marshall had 30, 28, 29. Yeah. So he had two guys who was rucking against. I, Both I reckon, of them you, got I reckon you've him. given Strawny five extras there. Well, how many do you have? I reckon he only had in the teens. Mm, pretty sure it was 21. Okay. Um, but in saying that, he had a couple of... But Rob had 37 disposals, 42 hit-outs, 16 clearances, 11 marks. But so he should. Oh, I absolutely agree. This is a guy that won a best and fairest 18 months ago. Um, was, no, it wasn't last year, was it? Uh, year before. No, year before. Lady last year. Yep. So, this is a guy who <laughs> is a man mountain. And... I must admit, when they dropped him, I thought it was a bit stiff. I thought uh, he's had a couple of quiet games, hasn't done what he's... Uh, I didn't think he should have been dropped, but there's no way in hell he can play SNFL this week. Oh, yeah, Strawny had 19, Rowan Marshall 21, Paddy Ryder 24. There you go. So both the St Kilda's Ruckman who were taking in turns, rucking against you, yep. got more hit-outs. And Thilthorpe had three. Thilthorpe... Three, so he didn't. Did he not ruck at all? Well, no, he had three hit outs, so he obviously rucked at some point. Could have just been up forward, bloody wrestling hit outs. Um, yeah, Riley O'Brien has to play this week. I'm that's sorry. something that's changed. What is Tex taking the forward rucks? Yeah, yeah, I still saw him do. He almost kicked a goal like he normally does. He, he didn't have a hit out on. Oh, actually, he doesn't have hit-outs, does he? He, he just takes it out of the well, ruck and kicks goals. Well, that's it. He doesn't He doesn't have hit-outs. He takes mm. them out of the ruck and mm. slams them on the boot. Um, but there's no way he can play reserve. There's no way he's playing the sample reserve. If he no. is, then Rowie can go to town because I would actually agree with him. Then. Yeah. Crouch, he had another 35. If he's if he's not going to get a game again, if he doesn't get a game this week, he's, is he ever going to play again? Mm. Is he, it, I think you have to you have to bring him back in because if you're not going to play if if he's not in your future plans you have to play him to get. To they just they signed him up for another three years. If that doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, but if you've signed him for three years, why wouldn't he be playing? What's he doing wrong? Is it his defensive side? It probably is. Mm. Um, has he improved that? The sample? Who the fuck knows? Because no one really <laughs> you don't get those that bit of information, but. There's a, there's a pretty good sample side they got going at the moment. I think did Schoenberg, He played sample on the weekend again, so he got about thirty touches. So uh, yeah, the Crow Boys, bit of a dilemma at the selection table. It's not like they're winning games, so mm. you'd think the better players got to come in. What my the biggest woe for Crow's woes, I hate to admit it because I've really rated him as a full forward, but Darcy Fogarty is absolutely nowhere. Lazy, lazy, lazy. The thing I noticed on the weekend was if the footy wasn't coming in, just in his hands, he was spitting the dummy, he was going berserk. Yes, the delivery wasn't great, I must admit. But also, a lot of good forwards will, will still get that footy no matter how the delivery comes in. You look no, at King. No second effort. Oh, no. You look at King. 
King was a prime example. Yeah. It didn't exactly come into him on the lead every time. There was contested ones. There was ones where he doubled back. They had to go at. Um, I just, yeah, Fogarty's nowhere, and I, it's sad because what what where, what do they do with him? Yeah, they trade him. He goes to another club and becomes dynamite. You'd fucking shoot yourself when you see that. But mm. I mean, but he needs a. He obviously needs some sort of shake up because. Well. Uh, What's the, what, what do you want to play him as? You can, I, can, I don't see him playing. He seems like that typical bloke that was big kid, all the talent in the world, didn't really have to try that much in junior footy, but and then all of a sudden... He played midfield. Yeah. He was a midfielder. He never played for. Still didn't have to try, though. Oh, I know. <laughs> he averaged 35 touches yeah. in the uh, the year he got drafted in the um So in the Sandful, Harry Schomburg had 29 and Matt Crouch 35. Uh, Lukey Peddler, 21. Wayne Miller, 20. Yeah. And what did Newchurch do? Tarek Newchurch. Tarek Newchurch. Fair way down the list. So. It, uh, uh, 11, two goals, one. Uh, probably doesn't get your game, but... I would have thought he should have been in the side before now. Where Where's he playing, though? Playing that forward role. Yeah. What, you drop row for him? I don't know. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Fogarty's the one that probably irks me a little bit and probably everyone else because everyone knows how good he can be. But let's just say, why don't we play him as you should? Just a f- natural full forward from the goal square. Yep. Why is he up on the wing? Yeah. Why is he in the middle? Either play him as a midfielder and try and turn him into a midfielder like Patrick Cripps, a, a tall... Big midfielder, strip another 10 kegs off him if you can. I don't know, yeah. he's got some big fucking legs on him. But whatever you, whatever the Crows are doing with him, it's not working. You can blame, we can blame him all he wants, or we, we can sit here blaming him saying he's not doing the right thing. But fuck, are they using him right? Yeah, and if and if he's reaching all the targets, that fitness targets that they're setting for him, well, the targets aren't right. Yeah. Um, I think they've just got to change something. And if, they, if I hear someone going, why don't you put him in defence? Back off. Don't yeah. put him in defence. How yeah. many blokes can we have in defence that shouldn't be there? Well, for starters, Tex ain't going to be around. Tex is one bad injury away from ending his career. Let's just be let's be brutally honest. It's like any 40 his age. If he does a knee, does a bad string, anything like yeah. that, he's, it, he's done. He's done. Like, so you can't he's not sit... Reha- like, not rehabbing for 12 months to try and come back. So you can't sit there and say that there isn't an opportunity for him. Um but fuck. Like if we didn't have Tex this season, oh, our forward line would be absolutely shot. Well, it was all Australian forward last year until he had his uh, racism thing and then all of a sudden wasn't even in the 40-man squad, which yeah. shocked me. And was we, he would have been the Coleman medalist if that Correct. hadn't happened. So Crow's woes, they've got some woes, but hey, we're rebuilding. Room wasn't built in a day. I don't know what that hey, was. Hey, then. Please, hey. please never ever do that again. <laughs> anyway, what about the uh, what about the mob from up the road? The pier. Yeah. Oh, there was talk on uh, on Footy Classified about. Uh, oh shit! I'm going to have to hold my microphone. Sorry, I've broken the microphone. Keep talking. Um, about unclassified last night of of the possibility. Of in can we trust getting a a five year term at the the Giants? 
five years. Yeah. That's good though. That's what they need to do. They need to go to someone right. You got five years. I reckon the power would be happy at that. Like Kenneth, obviously, be happy at it. But but I reckon the power would be pretty happy too. Well, they get out of that final year on his contract. Yep. And release then, him, and, and then they just Clarko, Clarko, come on down. Jeez, it's who who who? Nah, they reckon. Interesting what Caro said. Oh. Clarko, have you been talking to Caro this week? I tell you what, Caroline, if you're going to use quotes from our podcast, at least give us some fucking credit on Footy Classified because she won't name a source. Look, I believe, yeah, I never name a source. You hate it when I do it, don't you? Um, we did mention last week. Sorry, not we. I mentioned last week that I thought uh, that Clark no I in team Clark ain't going to any of the expansion clubs. It's either Port Adelaide or Tassie. Oh, and Tassie wouldn't be an expansion club? <laughs> no, I meant the current expansion oh, clubs. Oh, sorry. But Ken Inkley to GWS, I don't mind it. People hang shit on Ken. Ken's done, a, I think, a fucking fantastic job at Oh, Port. clearly done a good job. They just haven't gone to the, the next level, and that's where the fans crack the shit. A- and it's all, but would you say... Whilst he hasn't, whilst he's done a fantastic job, he's done. It's time for a refresh. Oh yeah, it's it's tenth year, isn't it? What? I'm just looking at your t-shirt that's inside out. Oh shit! I've been wearing it all day too. <laughs> Fuck it, <hell. laughs> Oh shit! It is too. Oh well, I look like a dickhead. At least it's no worse than normal. Um, Ken at the GWS, I think, is brilliant. You've got a, a guy that's got a completely different game plan he can bring to him. Um, we know with Port's game plan that he had, when it was on, he just fucking hummed. Yeah. And uh, they had that great running and link-up game. It, it's very different this year, Port's game style. It's not mm. recognisable. It doesn't link up no. to the last three or four years. So maybe that's the players going, ah, oh, well, fuck it, we're, we're not listening to Ken anymore. Or I don't know. But Some sort uh, of disconnect, you reckon? Not a not an obvious one. Maybe it's just one of the fact that it's just getting old and stale, mm. and it's not that they don't like him or they're not they don't they don't love him anymore. But after ten years, the same message can sometimes just fall on deaf ears. But you go to GWS, I don't mind that at all. Then she was talking about what threw me with Carrie was talking about. She said and uh, Simpson to North Melbourne. And apparently the talk of that was quite high. I didn't realise Noble's struggling well, that much in his second year. Zebul had to front the media again defending Noble today. Wow. At training. Fuck, what's happened? Is he, like, just, is he not a good communicator with the players? I don't know. Or is he not a, is he not a good I, I just think it, I just think it might be because of his age. Yeah. And he's... I think he's pretty hard. But Noble, when can you remember when Noble was... When was the last time he was at a coaching level, at AFL level? Um, his, like, early days at Adelaide? Yeah, how long ago was that, though? Fucking shitloads. Yeah. Like, so he was our footy boss for shitloads. Yeah. And then he was the footy boss in Brisbane. Yeah. For six, seven years. And now he's just gone straight into senior coaching. It, it was always going to be a punt. Like he was... North Melbourne were very, very much trying to play what Brisbane did with Fagan. But 
maybe obviously Fagan and Noble are two different types of people, mm. and it's not not working. I don't know, but fuck it. Surely, uh, surely it's not that bad that it could be gone. Oh, well, if I, uh, tell you what, if it is, Kangas are in crisis. Well, a, uh, I'll quote the great man Tom Broderick. Mate, once you lose the players, it's all over Red Rover. He said, because it's, if the players aren't, if once you've lost the players, you're done. There's no getting them They've back. They've lost their recruiters. Three of them walked out today. What? Just What's happened? Um, sick of sick of the direction from management. Is, is that, is was that, was uh, allegedly... Is that the coach they're talking about as well then? Uh, or like board level management or... Or, or Brody... Brody Rawlings or... yeah. When your rebuild started and it's not going well and then... When when you've got no players and you're recruited, you're virtually recruiting, half of your recruiting department, including the head, have just fucking walked out the door. It's not good. He's already signed with Hawthorne, the recruiting boss. On the same day. It It was announced tonight he's going to Hawthorne. So obviously there's no contracts in that type of level. You're just an employee well, and you can quit and go wherever you no, want. No, I think there is contracts, but they'd be on a different rotation. The contract would be up this time of the year. I suppose. Because you don't want your recruiter finishing in December, do you? No. Ah, it's North Melbourne, not good. Even more even more petrol to the, fi- uh, to the fire for Horn Francis to leave. It's not great for the stability of a joint, is it? you got a club in Adelaide who was rebuilding at the same time as North Melbourne, which Rowie reckons is going uh, slow. Too slow. <laughs> um, he's got two perfectly good clubs he can come back to if a trade can be done. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's... it's If the Crows have got woes, Kangas are in... Crisis. Crisis. <laughs> Did you like that? With a K. Yeah. Dickhead. Oh, thank you. Um, Nicest thing you've said to me. Oh, there's uh what did I hear today that was hilarious? Oh, this is what I wanted to tell you, and I haven't found the audio. Fuck! Is this the SEN? Yes. Bike? So you still haven't told me what it is. I know. So sit down, get sit down, and listen. There's, it's very important. Oh, you've got the headphones. <laughs> got the headphones on. So Johnny Longmire. Now, you know not to speak to Johnny Longmire as a journo when you've got a stupid question. <laughs> Uh, after the t- after the his side lost by two points against GWS in uh, Launceston, and uh, the reporter said, apart from the loss today, like has it been when, when Sydney lost to GWS oh, right. in Tassie last year in the finals? Oh, sorry, last year. Yeah, sorry. and they said, have you still enjoyed? Have you enjoyed your time down here in Tasmania? <laughs> and he goes, excuse I do, me, I do remember that. I just want to know, have you enjoyed your time down here in Tasmania? And Longmire looked at the media manager who was obviously off camera and was like, is this guy... Is this work for real? Can you fuck this guy off? Can you cut his cue? But uh, today... No, not today, yesterday. They were talking about the champion uh, about his career could be over. He's got a long recovery, being uh, Josh Kennedy. Yep. Who's ripped his hamstring bad. Tendon damage, tendon damage. So it's eight to ten to twelve to fourteen could be season. Not, not, not great stages. Not great that age. Not at that age, exactly. And um, 
they sat there spe- speaking about that. And then the uh, reporter said to Longmire, now, um, the report on Kennedy, will you guys be challenging? And he looked at him <laughs> a bit perplexed. So it did get reported? Yeah. Yep. And I think it got a couple of weeks. Yep. So will you be challenging it? He goes, he's out for 12 weeks. Wouldn't have thought so, mate. I reckon we might keep the 10 grand. We've just spoken at length about how he's... This bloke's career might be done. Career might be done and he's gone for 12... And we're going to contest You reckon I should go to the tribunal? Go to the tribunal over one one, one or two weeks? You fuck with. And I think Longmire's face was like, once again, is this the same prick from fucking Tassie? Is this the same reporter asking a stupid question? And do, no. You don't know that it is, do you? No, no, I said oh. that's the, the face yeah, he looked right. like of. Come on, Danny. Yeah. Oh. But. <laughs> so anyway, what else have you... What, was there anything else that happened on the weekend in sport? Oh, the EPL. What about Man City? Ceases to amaze me, the final day. So I had... Uh, while well, I was trying to get to sleep. It, so. how, how come that final... Da- now, I know they don't play finals, so you finish on top, you win the premiership. So it's a it's a little bit different to our football system. But, geez, I reckon it'd be good if all the games in the last round just started on... Oh, oh at what, once? Yeah, 2 o'clock Saturday. It's, it's 100% what it should be because... Yeah. All this bullshit about teams throwing games because they already know they're safe or this and that. Yep. You can't do it in the Premier League. No. And that's exactly that's why That's exactly why it. it happens. They go, every game starts at once. Yep. And it's a big thing. Now, I know the networks wouldn't be all that happy about it because they're dividing all the viewers. Good luck. There's enough money being made in that fucking TV, right? Uh, sorry, there's enough money being made in yep. that you can have one round where it has this because yep. I reckon that would be... You could have a imagine like you put you, a, you can put on different shows, like have a full afternoon of review. But you, can you just picture this? You have Super Saturday yep. in in the final round of the AFL. It would be a pub's delight. You could say, "Hey, we have all eight games on, all nine yep. games on. We have got nine screens." Or but people go, "Come around, we'll have a party. We'll watch this, this, this." Anyway, back to what it was though. Man City were down two 0 Extraordinary. Liverpool were won all at the time in a game that they were, they should have won. But saying that, Man City should have won too. Um, and it was... Pep's brought on another super sub at the right time too. He always, he's a fucking genius. And they've gone bang, bang, bang. How do you kick three at that stage of the match? It, it was... So on the last day of the year. It was so much like that when they won their first one. Just not as close, obviously. It wasn't... Um, wasn't as deep into that 90 minutes. But you know the good thing I had? I had two bets on that. I had money on Leeds to stay up, oh. paying 4-1, to one, which they did. They got the win, so they stayed up. Uh, Burnley got in. Um, but Man City, fuck me, they've done it again. Just the, the theatre of it. You think, how many games they play? Is it 40? No. Yeah. I think it's close to 40. Pretty close to. Yeah. 38. Take yourself out twice. Yeah, so that's 38 games. And it still comes down to the last day. Last day. We have a team needing to win, one can draw, and then goal difference comes into play. After yep. 38 games, you've still got it down to that. Sensational. So, can you imagine the AFL, though, brought in a um, 
tiering system like the amateur league. Yeah. You got amateur, you got Div One to Div Seven. Apart from Div One, anyone who wins a flag or makes a grand final goes up to the next Div. Yep. Um, can you imagine they had something like in the SNFL where the two top teams out of <laughs> Div One amateur footy yep. went into the sand come up. And the top sand full teams come down. That'd be fucking sensational. Phenomenal. There'd have to be money in it, though. Like, yeah. you can't just go up there and play professional yeah. amateurs. Yeah, professional. Well, but the difference just, is... In just like when you go from the championship into the APL. But that's still that's still professional football, and professional football is just more money. You know? yeah. Whereas this is amateurs and professionals. Yeah. So, ah, it'd be good to dream, but... Yeah. And what about, uh, what about Glasgow's favourite Australian? Ange. Ange Postacoglu. Fucking didn't he stick it right up him? You stuck it right up him. That's what you did. You stuck it right up him. So they were, um, they weren't happy with his appointment. Were oh, they? and then he brought in the Japanese fella, and they yeah. weren't happy, too happy with him. And he's their number one. They can't get enough of him. Yeah, and they've won the title. Jeez, he should still be Australia's coach. Correct. Maybe he's. Oh yeah, we, we wouldn't take it back now. He's on. He's on a trajectory. Massive now. Oh. Oh. You're telling me you didn't know on silent the whole time and it's only just running at the end. Is it your mum again? No, it's Will. <laughs> <laughs> Will Ambrose. You pelican. Oh, I've had enough. Well, see, hang on. While we're on uh, Glasgow Celtic, what about the Boston Celtics today? Never heard of them. Oh, yeah, of course you haven't. <laughs> you flog. No, nah, they fucked my same game, Malty. Oh, did they? <sighs> nah, I didn't even know. I was going to say, you idiot, why would you? Have you noticed in these NBA playoff games, though, when when it gets to, like, oh, the game's iced, we're down by 10, <laughs> three minutes to go, we could try and come back and win or we can just bench everyone and go into the next game? Yeah. It's happened in a lot of them. There's these yeah. little blowouts in the last five but minutes. Miami Heat today were none from 14, from their first 14 uh, field goal attempts. Did not hit a basket. Doesn't help. The starting five didn't score. Didn't score eighteen points altogether. Is that good or bad? It's fucking horrendous. <laughs> You're some bloke scoring forty and fifty, mate. And their starting five didn't hit twenty. Jeez, Jason Tatum's just can play that lad. And they thought he wasn't that good. There's people saying he wasn't that good. Well, mm. fuck. He that good. He good. He very good. Uh, what's on this You know, week? You know what, what you didn't you? speak about? What? The Bombers. What was the timer at? We're uh, 59 minutes. Well, I can have a fucking quick dip then. Yep. The Bombers are damned if they do, damned if they don't, according to fucking uh, Kane Corns. Oh. Well, not according to Kane Corns, but he's the damn doer, damn don't. So they showed a bit of fight. And he's come out saying it was all put on. It was embarrassing. It was shit. It's like, well, hang on a second. You can't fucking bash him for not doing it. And then yeah, bash ba- him for doing ba- it. Bash him last week for not doing it. Now, and, now and, and I'll Damien Barrett. Oh, I, I, can't, I couldn't agree more. Fuck off, mate. And Lloyd, he was, they said, what do you think of that? He was, oh, glad they had a bit of fight. They were better than last week. They attacked the footy better, but. The thing that was a bit silly was the fact that it all all that came about because of what Lloydy essentially said on that Sunday morning. Mm. Would they have done it if he didn't say it? 
if it wasn't picked apart by him. Because no one else... Oh, hey. Yeah. Well, where are they? They're nowhere. And where's Rutten? I don't know. They haven't got the cattle. Like you said... Hadn't got the cattle. Like you said last weekend and multiple times. Worst thing that could have happened to them was making the finals last year. I looked at their last bit of this the season. The teams they beat were like all teams were either done. Yeah. And cue in the rack. Let's move on. And they were getting win, win, win. But they made finals off like... Would they have nine wins or ten wins and they made finals? I don't know. It was something low. But the finals... Lo- lower than the normal. Making the finals, yeah, I, I believe was... Because they massively overachieved. It's like Melbourne made that prelim. And everyone yeah. was like, are they going to win the flag this year? So, hold on, they scraped into the eight and made that prelim. So, there is a thing of for going further than you maybe you should have. And I think this and that. But watching them, they... Port yeah. that port yeah. that year when they made the granny against Geelong and yeah, like worse, so, took them back seasons. Like Adelaide, Adelaide overachieved when they made that grand final. <laughs> mm. I thought they were going to play the next five. <laughs> next minute, <laughs> I thought you were right. <laughs> Pikey gone, players gone, rebuild for way too long, according to Rowie. But I th- yeah, Essendon, I don't think go anywhere. They lack a Ford massively. Peter Street, not Peter Street. <laughs> two metre Peter. Two metre Peter. He's he's about as consistent as uh, off milk. Um, good, good one week. <laughs> what sort of analogy is that? Have you seen off milk? Lumpy and fucking gross. Oh, yeah, right. Wouldn't say it's... Never ever heard that analogy? Um, or did you just make just it up? Just made it up. Yeah, right. I said consistent as something else the other way. I was like, I can't repeat that. I'll say a milk analogy now. Yeah. But, but he's, he's not consistent. He's not a big pack grab or anything like that. I think they, they lack a Ford. They have to go out and if there's any Fords on offer in free agency, they have to throw huge money in them. Get Dylan Shield off their books. Which is going to be fucking hard because no one wants him. Um, yeah. I don't Yeah. I got some Essendon mates that'll be annoyed, but I don't give a fuck. I don't think they're anywhere. <laughs> I think they're yes, they beat Adelaide, but they're they're on the same level as Adelaide. Yeah. Um, they're not in front nor behind. I think they're on level, and this is the side that made finals last year. Still can't believe they beat us. <sighs> oh well. Well, there's a big game this weekend, Adelaide Geelong. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Bogey side, like a fucking hole. Who's bogey side? We are their bogey side. Ever since last year, that round one, fucking, oh, we've got them by the balls. I can't beat them this week. In Geelong. We're going to beat Geelong in Geelong. Oh, is it not here? No. That's <laughs> Geelong's played Port and then Crows back to back at home. Yeah. When was the last time that's ever happened? Don't think it's ever happened. Anyway. Yeah, hang on. I'll, I'll, I better check that. I, I think. No, because we've, we've played at home against St Kilda. Yeah. And then. Who did we play last week? Um, somebody. Haven't spoken about Melbourne tonight, but no need to talk about them. Two games clear on top of the ladder now. Yeah, no, to Saturday lunchtime at uh, Kidinia Park. Oh, that could be dangerous. Could be Simmons. What, what's it called this week? GMHBA. What is it? <laughs> I was about to say Simmons Stadium, but it's not that anymore. Oh, haven't they just gone through the hoop? Simmons been home. Name a builder that hadn't at the moment. Oh, that's enough. That's a bit depressing in the end. Sorry about that. 
Let's get up and about. Adios, amigos. Adios, muchachos. Muchachos. From the soup. Soup Nazi episode on Seinfeld. Ah. Uh.